On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, summertime basketball. That's the theme. Keith and I discuss the latest in Philadelphia. Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe go at the most prominent summer league basketball tournament on Monday, and they put on the show. We'll dive into that next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. We appreciate you checking in. I'm Devon Givens, 97.5, the Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia. Alongside my co-host and partner, as always, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheInquirer.com. What's up, Keith? What's popping, bro? What's popping? Oh, man, what was popping was the hot LaSalle University gym on, on Monday night. But it was a show because it was hot in there, not only because the air conditioner, well, it didn't seem to be kicking like it, it should have been. Uh, but also the great crowd that was in there, the energy. We'll get into that shortly, but we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube right here, Locked On 76ers. Yes, Keith, LaSalle University, that was the site of the 17th annual Danny Rump Classic. And for those outside of the city who just want to listen to the Sixers podcast, 76ers, Locked On 76ers podcast, because they've enjoyed our work over these past few months. It's a uh, pro-am from Thursday to Monday, uh, honoring the late Danny Rumpf and a guy who passed away, local guy, played at Western Kentucky, came home for the summer, and unfortunately he passed away uh, due to a heart condition, Passing, uh, passed out on the floor, uh, did not have defib- defibrillators in the uh, gym, and uh, unfortunately didn't make it. So his friends and his family, led by Mike Morak, and and the uh, family, uh, the Danny Rump family, uh, put together some stuff years ago, and it has turned into the biggest pro-am in the city. Guys show out. The Morris twins, Jalen Brunson, we've seen Jay, uh, James Harden in the past. So many others have come through. And why this is important for this Locked On 76ers podcast is one of your, two of your Sixers were there last night as I was in attendance, and that would be Tyrese Maxey and Isaiah Joe. And it was a great show, Keith. I think he had a game high 34. Maxie did. Isaiah Joe finished with 16. And for me, being a Philadelphia guy, going to this tournament for the last 10 years, again, friends with Mike, and uh, just seeing how it has, has come to what it's come to be, I wanted to see how two young guys for your Sixers who are really nice guys, you know Tyrese Maxie has that, that toughness, that inner dog in him. And I didn't have I didn't have any issue thinking that he would be able to handle that Philadelphia, not the center. This is not down in South Philadelphia at the uh, arena. This is him from around the way, him from around the way. She's from around the way. They're here. Yes, you are an NBA player. We want to see you play as an NBA player. This first time we could be up close and personal like this. But if you don't perform, we're going to be on you. And he did come out there and show out to the tune again of a game high, 34 points. Isaiah Joe Keith, I also, because these are two nice guys. We know them just from being around them from the team aspect, and they are really nice, respectful guys. 
And I wanted to see how Isaiah Joe handled the pressure of being and having all these guys, these rowdy guys on top of them and the opponents who are not pros, who they played against last night are not pros. Some really good guys, Brandon Austin, uh, who we know from locally, he was a really good player. Uh, college played at Providence in Oregon. Unfortunately, they didn't take it to the league. But some talented guys on that side, but not professionals. That being said, I wanted to see how they went up against these guys who've been gunning for them. And they showed out well. I, I, I thought they handled themselves really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing is we got to understand this about these guys. Everywhere you go, they got a hood. And in order for you to, like, be that guy, sometimes you got to go through that rite of passage passage and you play in the hood right and and like you know they they both played sec basketball this and that they probably played aau so they've been in hostile environments before you know not saying you know aau is hostile or anything but you know you gotta you know it's one of those things they've been through it but you know it's good and i'm a little disappointed that i you know that i didn't go you know i did my daughter i, I gave you a heads up i gave you a heads up but also, you know, like my daughter had a volleyball event and, um, you know, it's one of those things where I'm always away. So I wanted to be the parent to accompany her to that event, meet the coaches and stuff like that. So, you know, I was away and um, I was a little disappointed that a lot of people weren't really tweeting it. <laughs> but it is what it is, though. But 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 they, they put on a show, huh? They did put on a show. Um, there was one instance where Tyrese was playing well. Maxie was playing well. And uh, the other team, the opposing coach put in. A, a guy that I've seen, I don't know his name, so I don't mean to be disrespectful. I've seen him in the, play in the tournament, and he's a good player. He's played in the tournament for, for a few years. I don't know his name, though. And um, he's a guard. And he, he came in at some point. It might have been the second quarter. Came in at some point in the second, second or third quarter because Tyrese was playing well. And he came in, you can clearly see he came in to be a defensive guy, pick him up, De'Anthony Melton style, 94 feet, and, and hound this guy to not let him to get off, right? But you know, it's also that, that pride of a Philadelphia player, I don't care what your name is, I'm coming out here to shut you down. And he, he came in, he was bodying him up. Uh, by the way, Tyrese Maxey and Isaiah Joe played on the Marcus Morris and Markeith Morris's team, the Twins. And they did win the championship. They won last night. But uh, the guy who came in to defend him, I, again, I don't know his name, but I know his face. And he, I've seen him play well in the past. But I haven't seen him all weekend because I didn't go to the game. So I don't know what he has done over the past weekend to get to this spot in the championship. But mm -hmm. let me get straight to the point. Maxie scored a couple of times. He's playing really aggressive D. Again, not worried about the name of Tyrese Maxie. Came in just to shut down Maxie. Slow him down, if you will, as best as possible. Maxi scored, got fouled on the shot, went to the free throw line. I think he may have gotten a layup or something like that. And, you know, the crowd was on him. This is a Philadelphia crowd. They're on, they're on the, the, the player who was defending Maxi, and they wanted to see Maxi show out. Or if the guy was shutting Maxi down, they're going to be on his side and calling out Tyrese Maxi for not playing well. But Maxi was playing well. I don't know from my vantage point where I was sitting. I don't know what happened. It was a dead ball situation, half court. I think it was an inbound play. And I don't know if the coach was taking the player out because Maxi was playing well. And even though they tried something different with him, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Or a, a teammate of his that was already on the floor said, let me get him now because he is playing well. And the guy was frustrated. You know, Maxi's a smiley. You know, he's having fun. He's out here in this, 
why he wants to play well you know he's smiling and everything he's talking to the guy like yo we just playing ball and he wasn't having any of it he's like no we're not we just yeah we are playing ball this is philadelphia basketball my man got so frustrated for whatever happened i don't know the story i i asked one person after the game they didn't know my my man took his jersey off dead ball mm-hmm. threw it on the floor and walked off <laughs> mid-game mm-hmm. and i'm like i've seen a lot of stuff in basketball i've never seen this and he threw his jersey i mean i said we played with guys i'm taking my ball and i'm leaving yo when we got 10 why are you leaving frustrated he did this really? in the championship game took his jersey off threw it on the floor and walked off and the crowd was irate his teammates were confused him and his coach almost got into it. They both had to be held back. And I don't, I mean, I guess that was the Tyrese Maxey effect from last night for whatever happened. It was, it was a sight to see, man. But look, a great atmosphere. Both Maxey and Joe played well in, in their roles there. I know a couple of people who I was sitting close to wanted to see Isaiah Joe dominate a little bit more in that setting because he's a professional player. Uh, but he was trying. Uh, I think that might have been. Yeah, that, I think that's, that's him. him. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I was like looking at. Uh, you're like, yeah, that's him. So the guy was the dude is from. His name is Tawan Mc, 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 McNee. McKee. Excuse me, Tawan McKee. He's a 14 year old. Yeah, yeah. He went the brother went to uh, Cop Coppin State. Yeah. So he, he played at Bartram. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a 14 year pro, and that, yeah, because I read an article on it, and the dude was talking about how it basically they put him in the game to face guard him and this and that, and all it did was frustrated them even more, yeah, even more. And dude just left, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so, yeah. I do know, so my apologies, Taiwan McKee, I do know the name, yeah. um, didn't, didn't know sometimes, you know, so many guys there that you know, uh, you forget their name, you but you know the face. Yeah, Taiwan McKee, yep, absolutely. Uh, I knew, again, I knew he was a good player. I've seen him before. And if you're playing in that tournament, you are a good player. So, yeah, he just dropped his jersey, threw it right on the floor, and walked off. I was like, whoa. Yeah, okay. All right, so there's an article out there. Right. Yeah, they're talking about they, they, Yeah, they, they named him and everything. All right, I guess it's okay for us to talk about yeah, it, too. Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, yeah. you know, my man was 36. You know, like, come on, they had him guarding that young boy like that. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. Yeah, but it was it was a great atmosphere as always. That's Philadelphia basketball, man. Philadelphia basketball is finest. But good to see two of the 76ers represent uh, for the Question city. Question for you, is that normal? Because, I, you know, normally they don't. I know guys from Harden. Uh, now, guys from the Sixers have played in the past. But stars? Lou Williams. Oh, right? well, Lou Williams is different. Lou. Yeah. Uh, Evan Turner, when Evan first got here, number two overall pick, so still a star player. Um, in terms of his his, his uh, standing there, uh, most Spates, why he's a role player, most Spates played in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Covington, when Robert Covington then became Robert Covington, he played in it a- as well. So yeah, the guys do basically show ben up. Ben Simmons or Joel or somebody like that doesn't. No, but they've been there to watch. They haven't okay. played, but they've been there to watch. Yes, yeah, that's what's up. Yep, Iverson shows up. Harden from out of town, Montrez Harrell's come out of town. You know, they they know the Mars Twins. They know some of these other pros, yeah, so they'll come yeah, out of town yeah. and they'll play. Even if they just play for one game, they'll come in and put on a show, and, and that's it. So it's always great, man. Hopefully you can make it next year. It's a, it's a great turnout, great cause. They raise money for, oh, for awareness. You should play next year. You should play uh-huh. next year. 
you look good. You should play next year. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll rip my jersey off and throw it to the ground after two possessions. <laughs> no doubt, man. Sometimes I was like, I wonder if I can still run up and down the court. Then I'm like, nah, I can't do that. Nah. But listen, man, uh, and that was great. And we also need to get into another six who played into in the Drew League out there on the West Coast from uh, Los Angeles. DeAnthony Melton, he also played. And again, it's a summer basketball theme today. We'll dive into that. And then later on, we have to get into the saga that is the Brooklyn Nets and their mess. Sixers fans should be happy. They look a mess mess. We'll talk about that later on. But first, I got to let you guys know, as I was sitting in that hot gym and I was craving, craving something to eat as a snack to go along with my water, I said, you know what? It would have been nice if I would have brought my built my built bar, right? Yeah, well, if you haven't tried it, you should because they're perfect for situations like that. The built bar or the built bar puffs. If you haven't tried it yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Check it out. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. Still, that's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to the new flavor again. Cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% chocolate. So nothing too heavy. All the joys of eating the cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. 160 calories and 15 grams of protein. So go to built.com. Grab a snack for yourself. Grab them for your family. And if you really want to just have a good hiding spot for you because you want to be stingy, you can hoard them yourself by putting them elsewhere. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puffs, again, covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puffs. Check them out. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code Lock 15 as once again, built bar at built.com. Welcome back. And by the way, do it today, people. Do it today. <laughs> Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game and summer league games, like we're talking about here, uh, with analysis from our local experts, it's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, another one, DeAnthony Melton, Sixers offseason pickup. Played in the Drew League, and while I don't have stats, I did look at some of the highlight package that was put out there by the Drew League. And, of course, they're going to show his makes, but the makes look good. So for some people who weren't really familiar with the type of game that he has and how he plays, what I saw a lot of was being able to get off the bounce. Again, a pro playing against guys who may not be pros in these pro-am leagues but are talented enough, just don't happen to be in the NBA, could be playing overseas or in the G League, getting to the basket, off the bounce. His defensive presence showing again, his anticipation showing again in these types of games. And the off-the-bounce pull-up threes, the the, the catch-and-shoot threes, they look to be really good against pros in the summer, but we can't poo-poo it and ignore it as if it didn't happen when we look at him and say, oh, he didn't play well against these guys well if he's playing well we also have to talk about it just a little bit the anthony melton keith looking pretty good in the g league now we've seen lebron james demar DeRozan have big games isaiah thomas out there lighting it up in the g league but i also remember uh, it was one joke where taylor horton tucker from the lakers played in in the drew league as well and he had like 14 points right now isaiah joe had 16 last night 
in the Rump Classic, he had a lot of good shots. He just missed a few from three where we know that's his his calling card for right now. And the one joke about Taylor Horton Tucker, because everyone's always looking at him when it comes to these trade packages and Taylor Horton Tucker being involved. And the one tweet said, yeah, role player, role playing at the Drew League with only 14 points. So if De'Anthony Melton is having a good game at the Drew League, I'm going to at least look at it and say he he played well. So uh, I, what do you make of it? Uh, he, he played well. He showed out a little bit. And, you know, hey, man, if, if people want to check out the video and see what he did, it, it's a little encouraging if you really don't know what he what he what he does as a player. Yeah, it was like coming up hitting threes, you know what yeah. I mean? Like taking yep. people off the dribble. Yep. He was doing what he does. Now, here's the one thing I will say about when you play in the Drew League or you play in the Rump Classic, like a guy like Maxi, of course, you expect them to dominate. You expect um, LeBron and them to dominate, those type of guys. But those other, like, fringe, not fringe NBA players, but, like, role players type of guys, like, a lot of times, man, it's like, they got so many guys coming at them that it could be a little tougher than what you think because it's an extremely hostile thing. People trying to make a name. Like, look at you look at a guy like Isaiah Joe. You look at, you know, Melton is, is you know, a solid player. But there's certain dudes that they're playing, like, saying, look, man, I'm just as good as him. And, like, people are watching. I'm going to go hard at him. I'm going to play physical. I'm going to play, like, everything may not even be, like, according to the rules you know what i'm saying they're gonna do whatever so you know it's hard for me when you see a guy and he may struggle shooting the ball or he may get bumped around and people are like oh nah he's trash nah dude this dude <laughs> this was his only you only get one shot and people come at him a little bit but yeah i watched the video yeah i was i was impressed it looked really easy though didn't it like the stuff that he was doing looked just like real easy coming down the guy leave him open Squish. He doing a nice pass to teammates. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, it was. It, it was good to see that, man. Because, again, we don't – he wasn't here, so we didn't get to see him in, in this setting here at the Rump Classic. But having to watch him in, in the Drew League and seeing what he did, he looked under control. He looked like he he really just did what he wanted to do. And he, he showed out and, and played well. So maybe something to come for the 76ers in, in the fall and for Sixer fans to really look at and, and, and get used to and get comfortable with and uh, to see Isaiah Joe also play uh, play real well, too. So it's good. Yep, it's definitely good. And all right, that'll, that'll wrap up the summer league session of Sixers basketball in these pro-ams. Keith, we got to talk about this mess that's going on with the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get into that next. Joe Sy had something to say after reported meeting, reported meeting between Durant and and Joe Sy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, will talk about it next right here, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back, Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens. Keith, earlier in the summer, right around the draft, we heard about the Kevin Durant trade requests. Kyrie Irving also wanting to play with the Los Angeles Lakers, no longer wanting to be a part of the Brooklyn Nets. First thing is, James Harden is looking pretty good in this situation. Is he not, Keith? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you want about James Harden, but he's looking pretty darn good now with all the mess that's going on in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, dude, it's like 
is this if if this function was a team, a pit, you, you know what I mean? It would be straight the Brooklyn Nets logo right about now. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where what do you expect to happen? You know, you basically rolled out the red carpet, gave the Brooklyn Nets players whatever they wanted to do. I mean, whatever they wanted. Like, I mean, and the it, the crazy part is in order for them to get James Harden, they like traded away their center. What's the dude's name? Um, um the, Jared Allen. Yeah, they trade away Jared Allen because now get this. The players thought that DeAndre Jordan, I'm I know it's long-winded, but the players thought that DeAndre Jordan should start over Jared Allen. Which was foolish at the time. Which was foolish. Even foolish now. But so what happens is y'all fire the coach. No, the coach leaves. Kenny Atkinson. Jenny Atkinson leaves. Then you get rid of Jared Allen, who's an all-star now. So now everything is crumbling and going down. KD says, hey, look, me or the general manager and the coach, you got to decide. Josiah comes out and says, I'm rolling with them. I'm paraphrasing, right? But what do you expect? You know, you done got rid of the all-star center. You done got rid of the great coach, I mean, that you had. You 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 know what I mean? It's like, yo, it's crazy over there. And it's yeah. just crazy. So, it's bad. so, again, the report yesterday from uh, Shams, wasn't it? It was Shams yeah. that I reported yesterday that, that they had the meeting and Kevin Durant reiterated basically that he still wanted out, right? That nothing has changed. He still wanted out. He didn't have, he didn't like the direction. And what he had mentioned was it's either me or the combination of Sean Marks and Steve Nash. Now, when we found out, it looked like Kevin Durant wanted Steve Nash to be the head coach of the basketball team. That was like a handpicked thing where it was Steve Nash. Now all of a sudden they um, they're, they're going against that. So I, I just wanted to read it right from what he tweeted. Uh, Kevin, in a meeting with the Nets owner, Joe Sy, Kevin Durant reiterated his trade request and informed Sy that Sy needs to choose between Durant or the pairing of general manager Sean Marks and coach Steve Nash. Sources say follows up. Kevin Durant informed Sy that he does not have faith in the Nets direction. The meeting was described as transparent and professional with a clear message, keep me or the GM and the coach. Now, before we continue with that part, Joe Sy then says, <laughs> I think I sent this to you yesterday uh, as, I, as I look for it. Joe Sy says, our front office and coaching staff on Twitter have my support. We will make decisions in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. Now, this is a, a real account, right? Um, no, this is not. This is the fake account. But um, uh, I would imagine that Joe Sy is not happy because all we've seen is all we've seen is um, how he supported the front office, saying that basically we're going to take over, we're going to take back this organization. If we let them make the decisions before he got there, I think it was, that now we need to take back our organization. And um, that's where we are, man. And that's a mess. It's a big mess going on there. 
I I I I don't know how they do it. I don't know what's going to happen. But Kevin Durant, I backed him for many many years. I didn't like when he left Golden State. It doesn't look great now either, with how this is all playing out. You know what, man? You you saying that? I don't think that thing for Joe Sy was a fake account. That was a real account. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know if that was a real account. Yeah, that's a real account. Yeah, that that's his account. Okay. Yeah, that that yeah, that's his account. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was his account. Um, but here's the thing, man. Like, you know, I, I know a lot of people going to criticize Kevin Durant, but when you give up, when you when you give a player so much power to where they can make decisions, and they have been making decisions in the past. You can't, you, you mean, it's, dude, it's like, come on, man, we're both parents. D, it's like one of your daughters stepping on the couch, coming in the outside on it, then jumping on the couch with her dirty, with, with dirty sneakers on, with mud on them, and messing stuff up. And you're like, oh, it's okay. But then when your mom and dad come over, you're like, get, get your butt off the couch or I'm going to get you. Right. Come right. on, bro, you can't step up now. Like, yeah. They created the thing. They let they allowed the players to do what they wanted to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, the the crazy part is is that you know the coach Steve Nash is a guy that they vouched for, but now they want to get rid of him. So that's the crazy part about it, right? Yes. But at the same time, I mean, think about this, dude. They didn't know where Kyrie was two seasons ago. Like at least that's what they said publicly. He was just leaving, just bouncing. When he disappeared for the two weeks? Yeah, like, oh, I need a personal day. Like, I mean, because I remember the Sixers were playing them. And we were up there, and it's like, and, like, and you know, everything was in Zoom. But it's like, uh, Coach, where's Kyrie? Oh, I haven't spoken to him today. But, you know, this and that. Huh? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you like, you letting these dudes do what they want to do? So now, like, I, I get it. It's a bad look on the players. But it's also, it's kind of like I said, you can't allow your daughters to do whatever they want to do and then at the 11th hour try to reel them in and say no. Nah, you already said it. I mean, when from the day one when they got there, they were calling the shots. They were, they were calling the shots. Yep. And and just when they let Kenny Atkinson go, we were like, wait a minute, what are you doing? They're bringing Steve Nash. All right, we'll see what happens. And yeah, they, they've had some success, but it has been more trouble than it has been anything good with that organization, with that basketball team. And, I mean, this is the thing about Kevin Durant and wanting to leave. You, Like you said, you put this together. You put this together. You wanted Kyrie Irving. You bet on Kyrie Irving leaving Stephen Curry to go play with Kyrie Irving, and now you want out. You wanted this coach. You got him. Now you want out. You wanted uh, James Harden, but he was, saw the writing on the wall way earlier and said, I'm getting out of here. And he wanted out, and he got out. And, and now this whole thing is a mess. So good for the Brooklyn Nets. If that's what they wanted to do, we will continue to watch the saga play out and see who will be there come training camp in, in the fall because this, this story is not going to go away until something happens, clearly, until something happens. But as the, as the Nets turn, this soap opera, as the Nets turn, that's what we'll call it. But look, man, uh, we got a uh, – that was a great – that was fun to talk about. Really appreciate it. And uh, everybody, we thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA. We're Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available.
wherever you get your podcast. I'm sure the Kevin Durant thing will be a big deal on the uh, on on the Locked On NBA podcast. Keith, let the folks know where they can find this man. Like, look, wherever you go and get your podcast at, you can get this Locked On 76ers podcast. You can also uh, subscribe to us and, and look at us on YouTube channel. Go to the Locked On 76ers podcast on YouTube. And also what you want to do is you want to be a subscriber. That Liberty Bell, you see it. Click on that Liberty Bell and you become a subscriber. You can also follow my man D on uh, Divine G975. This week, my man's on vacation. But starting on Monday at 6 p.m., you go to 97.5 and you listen to uh, Divine, the Divine Giving Show. It runs on Mondays through Fridays through 6 to 10. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers, but you can also read our Sixers coverage um, uh, at Inquire.com, and then you can purchase the Philadelphia Inquire. I'm on vacation until July, I mean, excuse me, until September, but you can still go out there and, and read uh, the stuff that we have on the 76ers. So we appreciate you all. We hope you all staying cool, staying safe, and enjoying your summer, and we'll talk to you uh We'll talk to you. Thank you for checking in. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, man. Peace. You got it.